Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Swish and Flick. I'm Katie. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. And today the magic officially begins. We're going to be discussing chapter one of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Boy Who Lived. So make sure you've read it in preparation for today's episode. But before we really get started, we think it's important to give a spoiler warning. Our reread of the Harry Potter series won't be just us reacting to each chapter as if it's the first time we've ever read it. We're going to be connecting points to theories and future chapters, books, characters, and so on. We understand Harry Potter's been around for 20 years, but we also understand that the Potterverse is always welcoming new witches and wizards. So to be fair to everyone, you've been warned. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with a summary of each chapter, um, for each podcast, and then we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what we learn. So for the first chapter, it starts off introducing us to the Dursleys, a normal family of three with a secret. Petunia has a sister that she doesn't speak to who's a witch. The day starts with abnormal things happening, a cat reading a map, people dressed strangely, people mentioning the potters and owls flying around. That night, we meet the... Um, wow, sorry. That night, we meet the professors Dumbledore and McGonagall. Dumbledore confirms that Lily and James Potter are dead and their one-year-old son, Harry, has survived the killing curse from Voldemort. Voldemort seems to be defeated and the wizarding world is rejoicing. Yay! Finally, a large (laughs) man riding a flying motorcycle comes carrying the small child and they leave Harry with a note for the Dursleys on the porch. Love it. So, basically this chapter is about the Dursleys. uh, Just to summarize it even shorter. Gotta get to know them. Yes. Sadly. Uh, <laughs> so Vernon, Vernon, Vernon. I think that I think that Vernon is just the epitome of what everyone views as normal. I mean, he's not normal because he's like stereotypical, but very stereotypical <laughs> normal. Yeah, he's got the right car. Mm-hmm. He went on the dull dates with Petunio and they were dating. He had predictable ideas. He was opinionated. He's materialistic. Mm -hmm. Basically he is completely unmagical. So when he's very afraid of the unknown. Exactly. Yes. 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 I think that Vernon was what kept Petunia so far out of touch with the magical world Mm -hmm. and with Lily. I, you know, I don't know, based on Pottermore readings, going, delving into Pottermore and, like, what J.K. Rowling talks about with Vernon and Petunia, 
um, Vernon and James like seriously didn't get along based seriously. on based on that. Um, seriously, oh, oh. This is seriously <laughs> ridiculous. Seriously, seriously ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that that is like so expected based on James's sense of humor that we get from yeah. the books. That yeah, they would just clash horribly. Just completely buttheads. Yeah, yeah. two ends of the spectrum, really. <laughs> yes, yeah. and the fact that they are so opposite, it basically compromised their relationships. Whenever um, they went to Lily and James went to Vernon and Petunia's wedding. And I guess James was just not nice, like leading up to it and like at the wedding. He Are we surprised? No. <laughs> no, of course Whoa. not. Whoa. <laughs> but after Vernon and Petunia's wedding, they did not speak after that ever again. No. So because of Vernon's hatred of James, I think that that, I mean, a lot of people stem his hatred of Harry to... Um, Harry just kind of being a burden, but I think it really stems more from his hatred of James and how Harry literally looks yeah. just like his father. Dude, just like tie, that so yes. yeah. tie that straight in his name. Yes, tie that straight in his name. It's the yes. exact same relationship and the exact same hatred. Um, he has his mother's eyes. Right. Well, in his father's only hair. in the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only in the book. Oh, that's for another episode. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's another fun point to say that the reason why J.K. named Vernon Vernon is because she hates that name. Yeah. <laughs> so she like picked a name that she really didn't like and gave it to this character that obviously not many of us like. Does, yeah. does she also not like drills? She must not. Yeah. <laughs> well, where is that from? Probably yeah. because what is a boring it profession? Is Drills. Drills. Yeah. It's Who's just boring? Dull. Vernon. Well, yeah. Well, if I drive by a construction site and they're pounded in concrete, I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, like, <laughs> that part's interesting, but like he Vernon doesn't do that. He sits in an office all day. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Everything about them is boring. Right. Doesn't she, doesn't she write it that he just he doesn't even face his window in his yeah. office? Yeah. yeah. Because he's, he he's boring. Because he's boring. The owls that day. Yeah, boring AF guys. Yeah. <laughs> boring. Boring. So overall, like Vernon especially, and I think that he kind of ropes Petunia into it, which can. Well, and I think she too. I mean, she's had issues with the whole magical thing, anyways, because she was right. rejected. Yeah. Ooh, and yes. I just think that the the whole overall like arching feel of the Dursleys is just that they are the they are the prejudice in mm-hmm. the world. They're narrow-minded, they're ignorant, they're bigoted, and, like, everything about them is just reactionary. I mean, they, I don't know, they're dull. (laughs) And because of that, it it stems their opinions on things and all that kind of stuff, so. They don't explore. No. They're not open to it. No. Not at all. Even when it's And you get that that in real life, too. There's people like that. I think it's such a good comparison to real-life normal and real-life, uh, they're, they basically embody the people that don't want change in any way, shape, or form in any society. And I think that that's what she she pulls yeah. from them. Yeah. But specifically Petunia. I, I mean, this chair breaks. What do you think? That'll be great. That would be <laughs> I mean, funny. that was a lot like focused on Vernon, but what about... Yeah, so, I mean, diving into Petunia, she's... She's a mess, you guys. <laughs> she, she's, she's a mess. Yeah. So, you know, even from the beginning, like, just, like, page one, um, obsession with normalcy. She wants to be normal. And I think that completely stems from jealousy Absolutely. of Lily. Yeah. Lily gets this letter. She's special. She can do these things. And, you know, she was attracted to Vernon because he was, quote, unquote, deliciously normal. 
Yeah. Sounds boring. Sounds boring. (laughs) But no, but I mean, she was completely overshadowed. She's not a witch. She's not going to Hogwarts. And, you know, we find out later on that she writes to Dumbledore Mm -hmm. pleading to get in. And obviously she's not magical. So he says no. But I'm sure he said it in a kind way, you know. And maybe. And she's just she's kind of distraught. So she she takes that and pulls to the farest end of the she tries to get away from anything magical as hard as she can. Yes. That's a good word. I have a funny little thing that I just reread actually about Petunia. Go ahead. Um, I'm actually reading right now Goblet of Fire to try and read up on connections that I might miss because it's been so long since I've read Goblet, Order, Half-Blood Prince, and Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I'm sorry, this was actually in Order of the Phoenix. We just listened to it. Anyway, um, they were talking about whenever the Dementors came to Little Whinging and mm-hmm. Harry casts Expecto Patronum and then he gets expelled and all that kind of stuff. And he's trying to explain himself to the Dursleys. And he's like, they're called Dementors. Like, the Dementors were in Little Whinging. And and Vernon is just like, oh, stop lying. Like, stop making things up. But then Petunia, out of nowhere, and it's almost as if she didn't really mean for it to come out, but it did. She was like, no, Dementors are the guards of Azkaban. And I totally forgot that she was the one that said that because it's been so long since I yeah. read the book. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's like she has suppressed herself of all of that knowledge for so long. And then to like hear that word again, it probably just brought that memory back. Yeah. Doesn't Lee and Snape have a discussion about Azkaban? It says yes. that, you know, you'll never go there or something like that for all the magic she's done. It's before Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. 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 I wonder if she learned that from that conversation. She did, and actually, she did. Yeah. she did. It states that. I was Does just it? about to say that. Yeah. She says, okay. I heard that strange boy tell her that she doesn't mention any names but me and katie katie actually looked she was like oh my god i bet you she's talking about snape and i'm like yeah you're right it's that conversation that they had yeah that's crazy so just a little connection tidbit that i i love it see this is why we're doing this you guys (laughs) we're learning new things every day so and you know this this happens clearly for like years i mean she's just full of spite and the last correspondence she has with Lily is Harry's birth announcement. It's just sad. It's yeah. it is. I mean, and it really hurts Lily. Yeah, it really does. And I've just I don't know. I feel bad. Well, she, so she projects these now. these feelings, jealousy, bitterness, sorrow, onto Harry. And you know, for the choices that she made in regards to Lily and James, because you know she is. Completely full of regret. I mean, her sister's she dead. You hope she's full of regret. Yeah, she I, may not be. No, I I. I mean, this is opinion, obviously, but I th- I think she is, and I think she I think she hates herself for it. She should. Yeah, she <laughs> it's does. Your only sister. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's your only sister. I got it. I got it. So, you know, I think she treated her nephew better. But, God, you know. we think, could do a whole episode I mean, on that. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if he was treated differently, right? Obviously, no, it definitely wouldn't. And you know, it. We might be reading Neville Longbottom and the Sorcerer's Stone. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. This is true. This is true. So um, so that's Petunia. She's a mess. And and I do I feel sad. I feel bad for her. Even yeah. though she's mm. she's genuinely a terrible person, but she has things that but make I mean, her that way. But I mean, I feel like she made her bed and she needs to lie in it. She so does. I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be honest. 
Like she's it the reason, like fault. we've talked about this. Like she's the reason why they didn't talk. Like her and her husband didn't want anything to do with them. Lily clearly reached out to her if she knew about them and knew that she had mm-hmm. a nephew mm-hmm. and she wanted no part of it. Like if, yeah. if it'd been a different story and they had lived, she would never have known them. You know what I mean? I don't think she would have. Cause I don't think she would have. Her, especially she her still would have tried to, se- to separate herself far from Lily. Yeah. Even, I think the yeah. only way she would ever go back to being family, like literally family with Lily is if Vernon wasn't in the picture. But even before Vernon was in the picture and when she went to school, she was still. Yeah. But her. I think that she clung to him and then he pulled her even further. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Do we talk about lo- a, a fun character? Let's talk yeah, about let's talk about the real MVP. Yes, <laughs> she's my favorite teacher. I think McGonagall, Katie. Yeah. So um, we know that she was at Privet Drive from information from Hagrid. Yes, she got that. It was talked about with Dumbledore, but how did she know? I mean, did she know that those were Harry's relatives? How did she know? The to thing be is, is like, but when she's sitting on that wall. All day. As an animagus. Well, but like, how did she know that they were bringing them? Because in? she goes, Hagrid, why here? But Hagrid must have told her. I think Hagrid told her Privet Drive. Hagrid Street. must have told her something. Oh. Something. And we know that Hagrid's not great at keeping secrets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've learned that. But one. we'll discuss that. But I don't think that she knew that house was Harry's, you know, family. Right. But I wonder how much. I don't know. Did, like, if she. I mean, I don't know. If. Petunia and Lily looked like each other at all. Like I know the hair right. color no, was no, different, no, but no, like no. facial features. You know horse what I mean? Face. Like, do they look like <laughs> is that related? Did at I all? just pull that out, or is that literally no, in here? Face is that how she describes it? Yeah. Described, yeah. I'm just saying, but guys. Blonde hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I, she I'm and just Lily curious. Like, how would she have known exactly? Like. Or was it because did Lily tell her my na- my sister's name is Petunia and she doesn't talk to me? Like, did she confide in her? I do think that McGonagall and Lily. We're close. I think I remember reading that somewhere. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they were both in the Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Truth. True. I mean, I, it's kind of weird that she was there all day. I mean, I'm assuming Dumbledore was kind of busy that day. It was a day yeah. of celebration. Yeah, but, and, then, but and then Dumbledore is expecting her. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, he knows, like, everything. everything. Like, this is what it seems like. He knows everything. <laughs> he knows it all. He yeah. does. He's the all-seeing Dumbledore. Side oh, yeah. note, though, <laughs> Dumbledore appears to, like, like he seems like she, he doesn't know that McGonagall's an animagus. Did you catch that part in there? She was like, it. "Oh, how did you know it was me?" It's like, "Come on, you're like second command at Hogwarts." So maybe he, yeah, but that's never, so well, crazy. Maybe, she, maybe she's never said it. In front she's of got maybe. Well, but uh, she's registered. Though. Yeah, but she, well, she's totally registered. It in so her I, classes. Yeah. Well, maybe he's never seen her in her. These maybe could also be just funny. literary holes. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, we he love Joe. Just, She's not just perfect. Be being funny. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Okay. Um, so once McGonagall gets there and she's talking to Dumbledore, they they end up talking about Voldemort and everything that happened. Yeah. And I think that one of the coolest connections in this chapter is the connection of taboo words. Um, I mean, not that Voldemort is literally used as taboo in this chapter because it's not, but you know, they were, they were so terrified of him that they wouldn't say his name. He's only known as he who must not be named or, you know, who, and the, the fact that she slips that in chapter one Mm -hmm. and then it comes full circle 
a couple times mm. throughout the series, I think is important. This is why she's queen. Oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just makes me think of all the different times it was brought up. So, you know, we're seeing, we'll see in coming chapters that the Dursleys treat the word magic as taboo. You know, Harry's Completely. not allowed. It's called the M word. Yeah. Harry's not allowed to, to say the M word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in Chamber of Secrets, again, the, the Acromantula treat the word basilisk as taboo. They're not allowed to say the word basilisk. It's almost like a basilisk is there, you know who. Um, and then yeah. again, the foreshadowing of the fact that Voldemort's name will be a taboo that they can trace in the final mm-hmm. book. Um, I just think that it's kind of mind blowing that she brings this up in chapter one. Those are just well, but Easter eggs, even, guys. I know. She even Straight knew, she knew how it was going to end because she told um, Alan Rickman. So like she had all of this. Like That blows my mind because I'm not this creative of a person she, that she had the yeah. entire story essentially like, in her head. She had she the epilogue written like, yeah. forever, but yeah. then she ended up changing it slightly, I guess. I remember Ooh, her what's the first that. draft? Well, she said that originally the last <laughs> word was scar, mm. but then she changed it to all was always well. Mm. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought that the whole idea of taboo words coming up in chapter one and it going literally through multiple books yeah. coming up and then coming full circle at the end was just something kind of neat. That's really cool. <sighs> yeah. And so it's, cool. It, sometimes it blows my mind to fact with the taboo words and not saying Voldemort even McGonagall won't say Voldemort. Yeah, no, and, and she's, she's like, a BA witch. Yeah. Yes. She is, she's an amazing witch. So. Yeah, literally at this crazy. moment in time, Dumbledore is the only one that says his name. Yeah, and then yeah. you need to think, like, Harry didn't grow up with this, so he's right. hearing it, and he... Every time he says Voldemort, people shudder, and he's just like, it's just a name. Like So for yeah. him, he doesn't know all that fear, even though, yeah. you know, he tried to kill him. And, and I think... He, didn't succeed and i think you see his like full gryffindor when you know like he's probably the one person that should be the most afraid of saying it and he still says it so i think that's just that's his i mean even hermione who wasn't a wizard or whatever didn't she wouldn't say it and then finally because it probably because harry kept saying it and then she even said you know fear only increases fear of the thing yeah and i think she takes those words to heart from dumbledore for sure for sure all right. So, how about Hagrid? How about your favorite character? I love. Hagrid. Let's talk about he's character. He's also the, you guys. He's also Extremely the real MVP. No, like, so if you think about, I love so, him. He's so important. Like, so important he, because he brings. He literally brings Harry in the start of the story, and at the end, he literally carries, carries him Harry out. again. Yes, like, full circle. If he wasn't, I don't know. I just love him to pieces because he he is Harry's number one fan. Like he's always um, helping them out, even though he's not supposed to. Like with <laughs> later on when he's trying to tell him about Fluffy and he's not. They're not supposed to know. Um, he's Harry's first friend that he ever made, which it was cute. I thought about that. Is yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's Harry's the first, first wizard he ever met. That's yeah. so sad though. Harry's eleven. He didn't have any friends. How yeah. old were you when you had your first friend? Fifteen. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I was probably your first friend too. Same time. Whoa! Okay, Whoa. guys. Let's. Ooh, but we're not friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dynamic, guys. Well, and he even so. So not only does he carry Harry into like the whole story of like bringing him to the Dursleys on the motorcycle, 
he brings him into the wizarding world the first time. Like he, you know, takes him into Diagon Alley. He shows him everything. Yeah. He's like his first introduction to everything. Like he's, he's so important to the story. Like, and he's such, he's one of those things Like he's such a big guy cause he's half giant that he's enormous and he's probably terrifying to look at mm-hmm. because when you see like anybody really, but specifically big guys, like that's terrifying to see. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. He loves animals. Like, he, it's just like a complete, like, he's one of those big, fluffy kind of guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And giants are supposed to be horridly mean. And he's so And nice. he's just, and he's the qu- he just has oh, the biggest heart. Love I mean, because you think of all the times that he, he weeps over yeah. certain things. Like, he is just, he's just the most lovable guy. He was crying when, he, both times when he was carrying Harry. Right. And the, and the thing is, is, like, <laughs> Totally lost my train of thought. Someone continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was love him. I was going to point out really quick um, with Hagrid. It, it's just cool to point out as well. In in Gobble to Fire, he brings up the fact that Harry reminds him of himself, and that's kind of why he's taken such a liking to Harry. He yeah. was an orphan. Um, you know, came to Hogwarts, knew nothing of magic, and it was all kind of like a parallel, like they're one yeah. and the same. So you got to think, like when he brings Harry into the Wizarding World, he's doing everything with him, with him, yeah. and like how you know he would probably have wanted it to go. Like he's probably just like basking in that. Yeah. And to kind of sidetrack, but still with Hagrid, if. I know a lot of people like to argue that um, Dumbledore was a father figure to Harry, but if anybody was a father figure to Harry, it was Hagrid. Yeah, yeah I agree. Harry. Well, and even so, speaking not with Dumbledore Vernon. and Hagrid, <laughs> no, not Vernon. You see, in the very first chapter, because McGonagall was like, "Why would like not why would you trust him?" But she's like, "Are you sure it's wise to trust him?" And he literally right. like, "I would trust Hagrid with my life." Do you think and she's then, referring back to uh, Chamber when he was accused? Could be. I would think. Well, so. and then later on, like, what this, else is Hagrid doing? Because we well, know he's so, up to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in the sixth book, after um, Dumbledore dies, spoiler alert. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> just dropping that. Yeah, just <laughs> so they're they're talking about whether or not they're going to close the school. And it's all the teachers sitting there, and you know he is the teacher for the care of magical creatures. Correct? Is that how it was called? Yes, ma'am. And she turns to Hagrid and she goes, "What would you do?" And he goes, "Well, why would you ask me?" She goes, "Dumbledore tr- valued your opinion, and yeah. so do I." And yeah. so you even just see her change from like, and if and she's be, changing, yeah. and if she's changing, yeah. I mean, and he, yeah. just, I love him so much. He's just such. A, he's just. Ugh, he's my favorite character. As her, as Sarah would say, he's just a nugget. He is. He's, he's a little nugget. He's just, just a little love. nugget, you guys. Because he's just like, you see him with Norbert and you see him with the other animals and Buckbeak and he's so loving and like, you just don't expect that when you see him. Anyone who can love mm. a blast ended Scroot. <laughs> you know? But seriously, because those things are. I'm trying to think if I have any other notes about him besides, oh, he, I mean, he always saves the day without realizing it. True. True. He was. My love for he him. He was Gryffindor, wasn't ending. he? Correct. <laughs> yeah. He is a Gryffindor. Yeah. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. All right. So back to the real MVP, McGonagall. A.K.A. Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's so many MVPs of this series. Oh, but I love McGonagall. Yeah. But also, so what makes McGonagall think that Dumbledore is so powerful? Like, so she's saying all this. Chapter one, and we have no idea. But we, you know, since we've read the series, we can pull from, you know, what we've learned throughout. So I'm thinking, is it the battle and defeat of Grindelwald? Is it magic that she's seen? Is it the accomplishments at Hogwarts, outside of Hogwarts, Order of Merlin, Sorcerer's Stone stuff? Like, what makes her just 
think or know that he is like amazingly powerful. Cause he, I mean, Voldemort's afraid of him. The only, only person I think what that happens? going back to like the battle and defeat of Grindelwald, like he could have been ridiculously powerful and seeing what happened with his sister dying, another spoiler alert. And <laughs> you know, him realizing what it would have cost I to me that's so powerful that he's like you know what it's not worth it all this power and this glory and all this stuff and you know they even say in the books that like he's been offered minister of magic and he's like I don't want it can't trust he's himself like, I power. Am just he's like I am just fine being the headmaster of Hogwarts mm-hmm. and he he could have been like you know not that he wasn't amazing he was yeah so and I think that's what makes him amazing he's like I could have done all these things but like none of it is worth it Sarah. without family yeah it is our choices that show us what we truly are. <laughs> True. Far more than our abilities. Far See? more. Far I, more. Dumbledore, I well, agree with you. Because R.I.P. <laughs> let's Pour take one it out back. for Dumbledore. Let's take it back. Let's go back to Hallows. He he knew what he could do with those. He saw what power did to his love. Yeah. Just it made him a terrible person. And, and you know, it ruined he, his family. He, he just yeah. Like, does he, is he ever he has to no his one. brother? Think about it. I mean, right. Dumbledore has no one. Doesn't have his brother. Dad, jail, sister dead, mom dead. Yeah. Like, he has no one. And, you know, he knows that he's seen how he's acted with these hallows. And truthfully, if he just kept going, he could have had them all. He could have been the master. Well, didn't of he death. have them all at one point or no? Harry does. He never did. He never had them all at he one He never time. had the stone when he had the, the wand cloak. and the cloak. By the time he gave the cloak away. And he gave it away for. I think he, he, think he was like, I got to get rid of this. So, I mean, he gives it to him. You're so one. He gives it to Christmas. Harry. Yeah. So he gives the cloak to Harry. And he says that this was your father's. Was it really James's or was yes. it? Yes. Yes, because it's handed down by the Peveril oh, family. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. Because that's Harry's right. Harry's related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, a spoiler. Alert. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> well, and even so, going back to we did um, a blanket spoiler alert. We're good. Yeah, you, you guys, it's just yeah. full of I them. Know, but so I, I hope you're not doing your first read with us, because then you're going to be just so yeah. disappointed. <laughs> spoiler alert: Everybody dies. But, but let's go really. back to um, magic that he's done and that she's seen. I pulled. Um, there's I a. Mean, he has a chocolate frog card. The pot. I mean, yeah. That's so do I. <laughs> not womp. Okay. <laughs> so this. Um, Newt uh, administrator for Transfiguration and Charms says that it's um, someone by the name of Marchbanks told Professor Umbridge, and this is all from the Harry Potter lexicon online if you want to go ahead and find that. It's under Albus Dumbledore. And this is a quote. Examined him myself in Transfiguration and Charms when he did Newt's. Did things with a wand I'd never seen before. Whoa. Well, and he, and the, and he makes stuff up too. Not make stuff up, but create stuff. Well, Wolf Spain did. Potion. I mean, if Snape did, Dumbledore sure is. Well, held yeah, in. I think yeah. Snape is very powerful. I believe we were talking about this last night, didn't we? I think yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. Well, how Snape is, you know, Snape. <laughs> Snape is Snape, Sarah. Yes, that is very good. But that he is powerful. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, he's a smart dude. He has all these abilities, but he knows himself well enough. Not to completely divulge in them, and I think that in itself shows power well, over yourself. And he always, choices. Choices. He always choices, knows what's going on. Like he always knows. How? Like what was I just reading? And they're like, it How just seems like Dumbledore. And... Cloaks. Let's go to that. 
Hello, Joe. Maybe, maybe his little glasses are actually We know you listen to vision. <laughs> like, he Mad knows. Eye. like Mad Eye makes but sense because like, it's a magical eye. But Dumbledore? Right. But why maybe, can Dumbledore see through that? Because he's so powerful. Why But maybe how? he can feel magic because Harry can feel like the Horcruxes. Get, but he is a Horcrux. But is. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, but he can feel the dark magic. So can maybe Dumbledore Dumbledore's just a magical Harry. dude and can feel... He's Other a people. magical dude, guys. <laughs> what a magical dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like even in in the first chapter, because we were talking about like how did he or did he know about um McGonagall being an animagus or whatever, and she literally says She's like, how did you know it was me? And he says, my dear professor, I've never seen a cat sit so stiffly. Like, he knew right, right away. So maybe like, he could just recognize characteristics. Maybe he's one of those, like, that show psych where he's, like, you know, notices all those things. He's not a psychic. Do you know what I'm talking well, about? Well, I think I think in general, if you so take the magic away, I think he would be a literal genius. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so, he, no. I, he he's connecting little things. Yes. Yeah. No. 100% agree with you on that. Yeah. Definitely. But he's just, I mean... He's just so he's, cool. He's just so powerful. And then you got to, you got to, like, if he's defeating Grindelwald and Voldemort's afraid of him, I think that in itself is enough for her to, it's enough for McGonagall to make those comments on, like. Ooh, his wand is 15 inches. Dumbledore's? Mm-hmm. Is that the uh, Elder wand Pottermore. or is that his original it's wand? It's his Elder Ancestral Tail Hair, 15 inches. Don't they, I think they say mm-hmm. that. His house is Gryffindor. His Patronus is a Shout phoenix. out to Gryffindors. Wait, what? <laughs> not, not to make this sound Go. unusual, but uh, wizards say that the longer the wand is, the more powerful the wizard is. So I am not <gasps> powerful. <laughs> <laughs> not even, even, though, even though my Patronus is a tiny little rat. It's a vole. rat, a mouse. <laughs> it's a vole. It's a vole. My wand is large. And in charge. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's definitely something to be. Oh my uh, god, he died literally 20 years ago today. No, I lied. Oh I my lied. god, 20 years ago in one month. Exactly, oh. he ju- oh. he died June 30th, you 1997. Had for a second, I was like what? June, but it literally a month ago. So 20 years and one month ago, he died. <sighs> Pour one out for Dumbledore. Pour one out. If I had a drink. I would his, pour it out. his skills on Pottermore say considered by many to be one of the most powerful wizards of his time. But the and also going back to Voldemort was scared of him because every time they're like, you, we won't have to worry, Harry, with your safety if Voldemort if Voldemort if Voldemort's here, we don't have to worry about your safety because you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Because we can also talk about the fact that in the fourth one, that's how they knew that that wasn't Man-Eye Moody because he took him away from Dumbledore. Yes, we were discussing this yesterday. Yes. He's just... Yeah, he's I was just, just watching great. that movie today. It was on. I have, I have a few issues with weekend. him, but I, but I love him. Check out my Dumbledore. <laughs> Jeez. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends, learn about a new culture, want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. 
Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jeez. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Oh, so, that is an episode on its own. It is not. Oh accurately portrayed said but you know what you guys (laughs) that is for another episode (laughs) (laughs) all right so you know we could talk for episode upon episode about dumbledore Dumbledore. we've got to keep this brief because otherwise that's all you're gonna hear about so otherwise uh, you'll have a three-hour episode to listen to which you we know, talk I know hours. you would love that. So <laughs> listen to us while you sleep. Let's. Uh, oh, geez, the <laughs> nightmares people would have. <laughs> let's uh, let's check out some other stuff from the chapter. So when I was rereading this, something occurred to me that I had never even thought of before. I don't know if it's because I'm like oversaturated with the movies, which is another great reason to be doing a reread. Mm-hmm. But I was always under the impression that Harry arrives to the Dursleys. Like, almost immediately after Voldemort tries to kill him. But that literally can't be possible, because Vernon wakes up, he gets ready for the day, he notices all these weird things going on, and it's all throughout that same day. It's not until nighttime, he goes to bed, Dumbledore's at the end of the street that night, McGonagall shows up, Hagrid shows up, delivers Harry. So where was he during that full 24 hours? Like this is a really good question. Did he just like chill out with Hagrid all day because that would be super adorable? But like, at what point? Yeah, gotta love Hagrid. Gotta love Hagrid. And at what point did Sirius give his motorbike to Hagrid? At what point exactly did Sirius and Peter meet? Like, I don't know what the timeline is exactly. 
I don't know what the timeline of that is either. I mean, I'm sure I have it. I have a trusty uh, binder put together here. But uh, so let's go over the dates. When when did um, Voldemort kill Lily and James? October 31st, 1981. So this day is November 1st, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. The day, the, it's the night of November right. 1st. Okay. So the night of the 31st is is the attack. Dead. Yes. Is they, they, they dead. dead. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Don't talk about Lily like that. <sighs> R.I.P. Well, pour one out for Lily and James. Okay. If, if you <laughs> skip ahead even to Prisoner of Azkaban, yeah. and they're all sitting in the three broomsticks talking, and Harry and Ron and Hermione are eavesdropping on them, mm. um, Hagrid says that he must have been one of the last people to see Sirius before he killed all those people. Had to have been, got his bike. Which he didn't but kill. Right. Did he, he didn't kill them? I don't remember Peter what did. happened, to be honest no, with you. Peter did. Peter, Peter did. Killed them. I know, Peter killed I didn't them. know, I didn't know, the, I don't remember, you well, know what I mean? Because knowledge is power. I have to read, <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part in the book yet. But Hagrid says he must have just gotten Harry oh, so out of we. the ruins <laughs> when Sirius turns up with his motorbike. So Hagrid's there on the night that, yeah. like right away. Well, yeah, so because I'm not, you know that it's going to get swarmed by the people who live in that right neighborhood. Like, muggles or not, something clearly happened. But that is something. a but the, but as a wizarding, it is, it is a wizarding so neighborhood. I mean, I'd like to think that he was hanging with Hagrid <laughs> and not, you know, in row because the house was destroyed, and maybe he was with uh, Bathilda. Maybe that could be. She hung out with the Potters. Hope, again, yeah. hopefully someone was feeding him. He, I mean, he was sleeping, so I'm assuming, assuming he was fed. I want to think that he was with Bathilda. But no, but Hagrid got him from the house. I know. And it doesn't, it's killing maybe, me. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Dear Joe. Something yeah, else please, J.K. Rowling. Somebody tweet J.K. Rowling. Can She'll can respond. I've tweeted her multiple times. She doesn't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get enough people, we will bombard her with their podcast. Yeah, and she'll yeah. be like, oh, these people are so cool. Let me answer all of their questions. It would take years. <laughs> we will have grandchildren by the time she answers all of our questions. Because we'd be like, but what about this? And what about this? But something else I don't understand either is Sirius tries to persuade Hagrid to give Harry to him. And it's only after Hagrid says no that Sirius is like, well, I'll just take my motorbike. Quote, I won't need it anymore. So does he know he's already going to be pegged if those people haven't been well, I think, killed? No, or? I think he, I mean, are you talking about Sirius? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When well, he says that, I think he's like, he's like ready to kill Peter. And he didn't. And, I mean, oh, if he and if he goes, the murder and, he meant. Yeah, you know, yeah, the murder well, he meant that, that he was probably like. Yeah. he's assuming too. You know, if he kills him, he's like, and if I go in the meantime too, while I'm trying to kill him, so be it. Yeah, I'm going to avenge my. Friends. I mean, but if you think so, about it, like that's his. That's his guy. That's his best friend, mm-hmm. best it friend's like wife. It makes me want to ball my eyes out it's when sad. I think about it. It's rude. it's horrible. Oh my God. It's like I mean, basically, he sad. had Lupin left. Because I Peter feel, was clearly, I mean, he was done with Peter. He was going to kill yeah. him. I feel for Lupin. Oh, my. We, I, the, we oh could talk Lord. about this all day long. Just the four. That really, we don't care about Peter. No. Because, the I other mean, ones. yeah, Sirius. <laughs> the, the three, three murderers. It's awful for Sirius because he wants to go avenge James and Lily's death. But then if you think about it, not think, even a day later, Remus's last best friend alive gets sent to Azkaban well, for the rest of his life. And he doesn't. And he, he thinks he's a criminal. Yes, it's crazy. Thinks, he loses and, his and two he best friends. And he thinks he killed. He yeah. he killed and they, know. And, and they thought he ratted out James yes. and Lily, so he's like hating this guy yes. for 12 long years. And then, <laughs> he, comes, then he comes back in his life and two years, years later he's dead. Like, they only get two years together. It just makes me... I just It's so upsetting. Don't look at her, she'll cry. I it's won't. Horrible. I won't cry. <laughs> I won't cry today. Tomorrow, not today, Jesus. Perhaps. Not today. Not today. Yeah. 
Oh, gosh. You guys, just days on this. Just days. Also, since Peter was there, did what happened to Voldemort's body? Did there, Peter get his wand? There's so many... Fa- so I spent some time the other day just looking up fan theories. And I'm just going to read one. This is from Qora? Qora? Q-U-O-R-A dot com. Quora? 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 I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you wish. That's the, that's the <laughs> website. I don't know. So question um, someone had was, I think this is... This is oh, the, oh, I'll read the answer. I cannot pronounce the name of the person who answered this, but it is what it is. When Voldemort was hit by the rebounding curse at Godric's Hollow, where did his physical body vanish? It says Voldemort was barely alive, but was biding his return, possessing other creatures, mostly snakes, to stay alive. Where did Voldemort's physical body go? There was no report of his body ever being found, and although he was alive because of the Horcruxes, even if you destroy a Horcrux... The physical body of a Horcrux does not vanish. Where did it go? Valid question. Where did it go? Well, and there's a lot of people that say Wormtail, but he was he was probably no, he was, he was a rat, almost too. getting murdered, right? Yeah. right? But also, you have to think there's a wand involved. So, uh, is like mm. is the 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 spirit, you know, his soul that's remaining. Well, well, he has a piece. The, I'll say that. Piece. I'm sorry. The soul, the piece of soul that's remaining, is that something that you can't see? Because if he's possessing snakes, it's not like a humanoid snake, right? Yeah. So maybe well, it's not something that you can actually physically see. And maybe, you know, with the power left in that piece of soul, he ended up escaping himself, but then someone's got to come back for the wand, which could totally happen. Wormtail Worm t- had the wand. So maybe he went back. To I'm get thinking Wormtail went back to gather the wand, but I'm thinking as far as a body, his human body was gone because well, he probably happened, like, still, was he snake-like at that time? No. It was like... It was like so, evil-looking Tom Riddle, okay? I think. And because Tom Riddle and Voldemort, I they're two separate people to me now yeah Yeah. and so i've got to think that that physical body is gone but the soul that you cannot see crept away maybe it possessed whatever i mean you know it's a it's a it's a neighborhood so maybe it latched on to animal to animal that could sustain it because right he could not stay in something for very long because he was so evil <laughs> I'm, I'm well, just spitballing here you guys well, actually so i'm just i'm just thinking but i have a question go for it so him whatever you're talking about snakes is that why he resembled one it was because he was living off of them i don't know i think that he just kind of clung to them because he is a parcel mouth yes mm. he's a slytherin yes he he's a drunk. that's um, probably that's why he wanted to embody to that. snakes and the reason why he couldn't stay in an animal so long is because when he would attach himself to an animal it would actually lessen their lifespan so they would die much faster yeah so interesting so he's chilling out albania's forest just yeah, leeching onto whatever <laughs> until coral storms along and you know and interesting enough <laughs> that Wormtail ends up being the one that goes back and finds him in Albania by going to Albania, becoming a rat, and then actually talking to other rats in the forest to figure out where he could be in there because that's the last rumor of where Voldemort was. Right. So he went there and they're like, oh, well, we don't travel to this area of the forest because 
because we go missing. Like, and I think that's the only Gryffindor quality I've seen out of Wormtail. I know. I hate that he's in my house, but the fact that he goes get over to it. find his master. Let's talk about Slytherin. That's <laughs> that's that's is that that's the only Gryffindor quality that I've like yeah. seen. He's such a rat. Oh, Literally such a rat. And the guy that plays him, oh gosh, is such a rat. So good. Every time I see him in anything, I'm like, God, you still look like a, a little bit like a rat. No, <laughs> I'll see never see him as anything else. Yeah. Sorry, he's guy. in. He's in. Um, You're typecasted. <laughs> what is that movie with Alan Rickman's in it? Sweeney Todd. Yeah, And that's all I think. I'm yeah. like, oh, look, there's Severus Snape and Wormtail. The worst <laughs> in London. <laughs> oh man. Had that on mute. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so I'm trying yeah. to see if there's. Um, I mean, there's so much, and and we'll totally round about back to these topics, you guys, because there's so much. To there's talk so about. much content, and we are <laughs> we're still in chapter one. Yeah. Of, of book one, there's yeah. a, there's a lot going on. So let's let's keep this rolling. Um, go on social media though, and tell us where please, you question was for the day. Yes, did Wormtail pick up the wand? Who's there? What's going on? Yeah, we, he has all those Death Eaters. Could have been someone an else. Answer. It's just kind of what we think. You know what? So, oh, oh, hold on. J.K. Rowling says something. Wormtail is so smarmy. What if Malfoy Senior went and grabbed his wand, and then Wormtail like steals it from his house, and is like, I got your wand. Like, I'm your best Oh, that's something that would have... That would be yeah. so Wormtail. Yeah. yeah. That would be so Wormtail, Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Oh, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep rolling with this. Okay. Um, back to Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore! But a different topic on Dumbledore. Do you think that he knew about Lily's protection for Harry at that exact moment in time. Like, did he know that when she died, it caused this old magic to happen on Harry? And and to branch from that even further, do you think that he knew about the Horcruxes at this point? Oof! This, I mean, this are, these are lightning bolt round questions, Megan. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I but just, let's treat it as that. Everybody, let's go that, around. What do you think? Let's start with the God, first one. So do you do you think he knew? Yes or no? Do you think he knew about Lily's protection, Sarah? Come on, I don't know. I That's don't not know. a yes or no. I know. <laughs> Katie, I'll say yes. Megan, yes. I say yes. I think based on the information from Pottermore. It's pretty safe to say. I mean, I don't know if he knew right then, but maybe I, he had an inkling, and then when he the, saw well, it happen. I think Dumbledore knew all branches of magic, and but I think talking, he knew them well. Yeah. Talking about the letter that he wrote to Petunia, and I know we want to talk about this a little bit more maybe later, but um, based on how he discusses Lily's death to Petunia in the letter... He talks about how bravely she died to protect Harry. He uses those exact words. I think he's aware. It's old magic. It's not something that is brand new that happened for the first time with Harry. Um, So I think at least for Lily, definitely, I think Dumbledore knew at this moment in time. Now the Horcruxes... Oh. Let's do lightning round on the Horcruxes. Oh. Sarah, do you think he knew about them at this point? We're talking 1981. Do you, I think that Dumbledore knew. Yes or no. With this, with the question <laughs> do, is. do you think Dumbledore knew about Voldemort's Horcruxes at this point? God, I don't know. Because I want to say yes, but at the same time, I, I, 
She I'm really gonna, sucks at lightning rounds. I know, because there's, you, I just, it's hard to explain. Like, I bet you he knew, but, you but can't, how is he going to know that Harry is a Horcrux? Like, how would he well, know that? I, well, I don't know no, do about, you, okay, let's not, let's leave Harry as a Horcrux out. Do you no, think he yes, knew about, absolutely. okay, yeah. Katie. Do I think? Leaving Harry out, yes. Do you think he knew that he was idea. making them? Oh, making them? Or had them. This game I think that's a hard yes. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just go yes. Okay. Because he's Dumbledore. <laughs> valid, valid. I reasoning. think so. Yes, I'm gonna say yes. I think only because I think that he just knew what Tom Riddle was up to. I think he didn't trust. He kept Tom Riddle because he's because Tom's, Tom's making Horcruxes while he's at Hogwarts. Yeah, he doesn't trust him. Comes back. Well, he even throws like, the diadem in uh, yeah. the room of requirement. He's gotta know. What? He's gotta know something's going on. I don't think he knows every detail. Well, and going back to, you know, him, if he wasn't a wizard, Dumbledore talking about, and he'd be picking up on subtle clues and like, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for when people are like, not people watching, but when you're looking at someone and you're kind of like, you see, oh, they did this. So like, this is the kind of person they are like judging, not judging, not judging. <laughs> what does it call? It's like, do I don't you know what I'm saying. When, I don't know what you're looking for. When, um, you're good at like picking up contact, not context clues, but like clues of like how someone is just like the way they stand or like the way they talk to you. Like, yeah, the way that like personality trait. Uh, I don't know. You're trying to, I'm trying to figure out, trying to find the word. Well, I think that like he, like Dumbledore is good at like looking at someone and being, Oh, it's interesting that they would do this instead of this. You know what I mean? And so this is like choices. judging of character. Kind of, no, I, that's not the word I'm looking know. for, but we'll like, come at you next it, episode. And with the I'll, term I'll, that Sarah's looking we'll for, this is a fan question. What do you think Sarah's trying? To <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll that be can a never seg- be answered. <laughs> it'll be a segment of every, um, every podcast, but like What's Sarah saying <laughs> with solution flick. So, he was probably picking up on the fact that he's not trustworthy. Like, Tom oh, Riddle, I mean, hands down. Yeah, but like, other, like Slughorn all the time. loved him. You know what I mean? Slughorn's. Well, I, I love Slughorn. Saying, he's a dope. But he this didn't, thing about he Dumbledore, didn't like, Dumbledore knew like this. This dude's a bad eye. Right. Well, and even when in Chamber when he, or is that Dippet? Is he talking it to Dippet? Ass. Ah, I was gonna say. I think that <laughs> Dumbledore at least had an idea. I don't know. Okay. 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 I think he had an idea about the fact that Voldemort had a plan to come back, but I don't know if Dumbledore necessarily connected the pieces to it specifically being a Horcrux until Chamber of Secrets. And as soon as diary. he saw the diary, yes. he then realized yes. that, that was a Horcrux and then realized Ooh. that there were probably more than one. Ooh. So I, you know, I, that's why I said in the lightning round, I, th- at this Reading point, people. I think, oh, what? Oh my God. <laughs> she had to Google that, you guys. So that no, ends our good. segment of what's Sarah saying? <laughs> I did. I, this people. is what I typed. I go, what, did, what is it called when you pick up on a person's body language? It says nothing about reading. Oh, yeah, it does. I lied. It says eight great tricks for reading people's body language. But, like, that's what I'm good saying. Like, he's good people. at reading people. Like, just how they yeah. act, their body yeah. language. That is what I'm saying. So I think based on that, yes. it's safe to say that he had an idea that Voldemort had a plan. But I don't know if he for sure had confirmation of what said plan was. Because he does say in chapter one, when she says, 
he's McGonagall's like he's gone and he says it certainly seems so. so. Yes. Which but is, he's not given that uh yeah he's gone. Let's right. shoot and up if some you fireworks. Notice, in the summary I did not say he's gone. I said they I said something about like they think he might appears be. Appears to be. Yeah. Yeah, appears to be or something. But like I think that, that yep. um Dumbledore didn't want to be like Seems a Debbie Downer and be like, sorry guys, he's biting his time because yeah. he well, didn't even, he didn't succeed. And full circle, going back to my favorite character, Hagrid, he even says he's like some people think that he's biting his time. I say that's cod swallop. Cod's my opinion. Cod swallop, my opinion. Yes. Agreed. Oh goodness. So much information. Are we even talking about chapter one right now? (laughs) Hey, this all stems from chapter one. (laughs) You are correct. All right. Let's uh, throw it to Sarah here. So now we're going to talk about Harry's scar. And we found the answer to this real quick on Twitter. (laughs) We didn't say we were like, why is it a lightning bolt? Why is it a lightning bolt? She goes, well, it's a lightning bolt's cool. Like it's just cool. You guys, how how would it be like if he had like a donut? She lives like a donut shaped scar on his head. Like that's not as cool. But you think like all of her stuff is tied. But so important. I know. And she's like, no, it's just cool. She drops the lightning bolt on that one. What? Oh, gosh. Um, in the book, she literally goes, is that where? And he's like, yes, he'll have that scar forever. And she asks McGonagall, she being McGonagall, asks him, like, is there anything we can do about it? And he's like, no, scars are important. And you see later on, like, even in the first, later on in the first book, he has, every time Quirrell gets near him, but he thinks it's Snape, um, his scar hurts. And like later on when Voldemort's actually back His and he has the visions so and all of that. And at the very end, shape of it's not <laughs> right. The shape of you. Oh Lord. Um, I'm in love. The shape of you. <laughs> Goodness. Let's see. So what yeah, else have I written about here? Shout out to our yeah, cause like That's his connection to Voldemort. Like that, that is it. Yeah. And once Voldemort is gone, like he even says it's like, it never hurts again. And actually I read this one fan. I don't think it's a theory, but it was like one of those like fan story kinds of things. And mm-hmm. it was like at the end of his life, his scar hurts one more time. And it's like, he sees like I don't know if it said he sees Voldemort coming to get him like like an old friend like you're dead now he's like all right is that fanfic you're no it fanfic? was like a little blurb so it wasn't really like a fanfic but it was like oh like one of those things it's like oh I wonder like oh like Tumblr, like a Tumblr. little blurb yeah yeah, yeah one yeah. of those things yeah yeah see I don't, I, I don't roll I don't roll with Tumblr. I'm not. Oh, cool. I'm not. So I'm not young enough for Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> so the scar is significant. The shape of it is not. Sorry, guys. If you wanted to think that there was significance behind the lightning Do we want to talk about our significant scars? (laughs) I have a chicken pock on my forehead. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, a fan theory that I found. God, I can't even move on right now. I can't even move on. Oh, okay. Can I say I have Ed Sheeran's shape of you stuck in my head now? <laughs> he looks like Ron. I'm in love with the shape of you. He looks like push and pull like a magnet. Dramatic reading star. by Rupert Grint of the shape of you. Oh, we can gosh. do a dramatic reading of Harry Potter. No. Or Tale of Two Cities. Nobody the best wants of times. It was the worst of <laughs> no times. No one's listening to that. <laughs> All right. Let's people listening to this are thinking this is the worst of times. For sure. This is the worst of their times. <laughs> Fan theory. One, there are many, many a fan theory. And I think it'd be cool if we, you know, dived into some of them uh, based on where we're at in the books. And so this is just one I pulled out because of uh, Harry and we meet him in his cupboard life. (laughs) 
his covered life. His covered life. There is a really depressing fan theory that uh, Harry never left his cupboard, and this is all in his head. How it, sad would that be? It also stems into um, that he is maybe uh, a mental patient, and all the characters Ooh. we see uh, are also patients there, and it's just there. Wouldn't you just die? It's not going to happen. Well, didn't they? But it's so Pokemon? plausible, you guys. When I was listening, um, I was listening to Alohomora the other day. Shout out to you guys. You guys are great. But it would like you're listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking about like it's just no, none of them really believed the theory, obviously. But it is super plausible, and that so he's like everything that he's doing, like. Um, is just in reaction to being in an abusive environment that he is just abused. And this is him suppressing all that and creating his own happy world of the wizarding world. And like everything that happens to him, uh, like getting up on the roof and all of that at the school, we find that out. And, um, it wasn't his magic. He just like climbed up there and like had to get it. Like, it's just, it was the most depressing theory. Like he never left his cupboard. I can't even think about that. It is sad. But didn't they do that with Pokemon? Didn't he dream the whole thing? That's what they said. Oh, God. I don't know. I think so. But yeah, that's... I wouldn't... But like, wouldn't you die? Like, J.K. Rowling comes out in like 20 years. It was all fake. But but there is a really good uh, Dumbledore quote for all that. Like, just because it's happening inside your head, why should that mean that it isn't real? It's true. It's real for us. What else does he say? (laughs) It's like, don't dwell on... Oh, don't dwell on dreams forget Here's to live yeah but no i just thought like what do you like i just want to know what do, what do the listeners think about that theory because that's i mean if you look up that theory it is bananas plausible but i don't believe it <laughs> because i would cry the yeah. harry potter fandom is terrifying because they can come up with these off-the-wall theories that make sense you and then it I mean? just makes you so sad and you're just like no not possible can't happen yeah yeah but I mean, we should, I mean, we'll definitely have to do an episode and just break it down into like different kinds of theories. But, um, I mean, I actually pulled up the article right now where I found the series from, um, Bustle. It's just the most interesting. Do you guys, and, do you guys and have now, any fun fan theories that you want to share with us? Fun Snape fan theories. Live. Snape's alive. Snape's live. Snape's live. <laughs> Snape's live. Snape's live. But no, but my tr- fun fan theory is I'm actually a wizard. I act. I I'm actually Dumbledore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, getting a little silly. Getting a little silly. All right. So uh, that's all I got about that theory. I just want to know what people think. Like, do you think it's plausible? Do you believe it? I don't think it's plausible, but I like it. Oh, oh it's pl- what? Getting out? I getting out of the cupboard? Who are we talking about? Like are we talking about cupboard? Are we talking about Snape? Covered. Covered. Oh yeah, covered. we're not talking about Snape. That's for know. that's for another episode. That is for another. That's that's the Snape debate. But um, I think I don't it's a think really it's, interesting, well thought out theory. Yeah, but, but I, I don't, don't think, think it's, that I don't it think it's is. Plausible. Yeah, no, no, because there are a lot of things like they um, connected it to like Wizard of Oz. That was all a dream. Yeah, and all the characters within Oz. Yeah, are right, people them? in yeah. real life. So you never know. All right, well that's all I got for fan theories. So so we're coming to the end of the chapter then. And Dumbledore is leaving a letter to Petunia. So another question we want to give out to the fans. 
is what do you think was in that letter? I think there's something on Pottermore about this. Don't no, look it up. I, I tried. I couldn't find it. However. Well, regardless, even if we know a little bit of what it's in the letter, I yeah. don't think that it actually shows a transcript of right, every single not, thing in the letter. Definitely not, so, right. Just some ideas of what people might. So yeah. Think. Well, so, whatever it was, it has to be terrifying to her to you know not kick him out of the house. Let's let the fans decide. <laughs> but it's I true. Have to, yeah, I, have to, I want to hear what you guys had to say. Yeah. We'll talk about it at the start of episode three. Yeah. Um. So featured listener Potter story. We're gonna pull from social media on this. I asked a while back for all the all of our followers to post their Potter stories. We're going to highlight John Finley's this week. He says, I started reading the series after most of the books were already out, and I thought they looked like kids' books that I wouldn't like. So despite the pleadings of a few friends, I never gave them a shot. That was a dumb move. Yes, yes, John, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From the first few pages, I was hooked. Whoever said time travel isn't possible. I felt like a kid again. I wanted to be a wizard. I bought book seven at a midnight sale and didn't read it for almost a year because I didn't want it to end. I cannot Aww. believe that you did that. I, I never would have been able to read it that long. I get it, but I would never oh, I don't have spoilers. that kind of control. Just think of everything that's going to get ruined yeah. for Yeah, did you. it get spoiled for you? John, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> did yeah. it get spoiled spoilers for you? Happen. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't want it to end either. In the meantime, he reread. I, <laughs> I just changed my uh, point of view there. In the meantime, I reread the others. There's very certain kind of joy that these books brought me. Just commenting here brings it back, and it feels awesome. Really looking forward to the show. Aww. Thanks, John. Thank, Thank you. you, John. You're the man. <laughs> and if you haven't told us your Potter story yet, yes, you can keep putting submit. on. We'll, we're gonna I pull actually, them, and we're gonna read them. I mm-hmm. pinned that post on our Facebook page, so it should be the first thing that you there see you when you go on there. Um, so if you haven't left your Potter story, go ahead and comment. Yeah, leave on it. That. We love it to hear it. Should always be the first thing on that page right now until we swap Potter it out fans for unite. Else later. Boop boop. Yeah. So keep posting those. Yes, we love to read them. So make sure that you guys go and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is Swish Flick Cast, all one word, and on Facebook, Swish and Flick Podcast for all of the current news regarding our podcast. Right, we update guys. regularly. We do. So thank you so much for listening to episode two of Swish and Flick. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Check out my boys! Check, 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 check,